Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to Carving the Stone Podcast, where our positive news articles come to life. I'm your host, Naisha Stone, and I'm also the founder of Carving the Stone, your weekly source of positive news. You know, we back another Tuesday with another positive person from around the world. I'm really excited. Uh, we have Blair Caffey on because we're we're going to talk about honor roll clothing. And I remember, let me slow it down a little bit. I remember meeting him uh, when I was in Georgia. He was hosting um, an event at a T.I.'s Trap Museum. And I was like, I've always wanted to go there. And then I saw it was a mental health um, panel. And so I'm like, oh, we can actually cover this. And then I went and it was it was amazing to see the art on the wall, the how y'all, how y'all designed it. And then I just found out you're in marketing. So it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but we're, we're on here to talk about honor roll clothing, but I just wanted to introduce y'all, introduce y'all because Blair is a really cool person and I hope he isn't too humble. But hey, how you doing today? I'm well, man. I man, that what an introduction, man. That's amazing. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm so excited. I, I know you're busy. Um, so it, it's an honor to have you. Um, so he is featured on Cardinal Stone already. So make sure y'all check out um Honor Road Clothing on CardinalStone.com. Um, but can we back up a little bit? I want to go into your marketing background before we even get into the actual business. So what's up? Another marketing peer. Um, yeah, so let's talk yeah. a little bit about the background. Why did you go into to marketing? Um, so I went into marketing, I studied marketing at Albany State University's HBCU uh, down in Albany, Georgia. Um, and it was mainly because of storytelling. Um, I, the communication aspect of what happens when you, um, put art with the science of, uh, of, of people, right. And figuring out like the subcultures and the, and the different language and, and how stuff translates, right. That was always, I, I love, I love, I love all, I love campaigns like that. And, and I think too, like just being a kid that grew up on hip hop, you know, like all the storytelling that's done through there, all the marketing that we started to see in the nineties and early two thousands and the voices that were kind of coming out of it. I was like, man, I want to figure out how I can, you know, shape narratives and, and, and tell stories from the POV that, that I, I came from. So yeah, that's, that's how we got, I, that's how I got introduced into marketing and again, studied at Albany State, and it's just always been something that's been, even if I'm not doing marketing things, like I'm always thinking like a marketer. Um, how how easy was it for you to market your business? Um, with you having a marketing background, so like walk us through on road clothing, you know, like the overall like gist of it, but like how right. your background in marketing like really you know help you with the business? Because I can see like now it all makes sense, like why it's so well done. Because yeah. I'm like, man, this, this is hot. And then when I saw the marketing, I'm like, man, I, I like that. So like I just I want to know more about that. Well, first of all, you know, shout out to you know Chris Duncan. He's our our head of marketing for Honor Roll. So a lot of the hey. The role that the rollout that people have seen in the campaigns, um, you know, especially over you know from 2022 on back, all of that you know had been Chris, and so uh, I'd be remiss not to you know get the props where the props is due, but um, you know, honor roll, you know, came from you know the fact that personally I wasn't on the honor roll growing up, um, so again, like there was always like this that I was always looking at things from a storytelling perspective and. Um, I was doing an internship in Chicago, uh, summer going into my junior year in college, and was working at ESPN Radio. This is also, I guess this is 2008, maybe. So this is like early, early, early streetwear. And I saw how, you know, brands were like the hundreds and, you know, Benny Gold and um, 
staples like they, they were they were telling like these very very cool stories um that look different than what i think we saw like in the main urban market right and so i think that my marketing background in school it it probably gave some specific business language to things that had already been you know pouring into myself you know as both a, a kid in high school but then again coming into college getting into these internships, but then also like connecting with people in the industries that I was interested in, right? Like all of that was very intentional. And I think that the formality of going to school and getting my marketing degree probably, again, like I said, gave me language to communicate things, you know, as I have started to launch my business. But as far as the motivation, I mean, that was all I, once I, 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 I was able to get my wrap my mind around the fact that, oh no, we can really build this. And then I had the name on roll and, you know, my partner at the time, Shep, he, um, you know, he was like, no, like that sounds amazing. It was like, okay, now we're off to the horses. And it's, we've really just been doing the same thing for like the last 14 years and just constantly doubling down on, on what we've been doing. That's beautiful. Um, I had went to Invest Fest when I was down in Georgia, yeah. and they had brought Steve Harvey and Tyler Perry. And Steve Harvey said it was something like what you literally just said that he was able to get rich because he stayed consistent. He always told jokes, so he started mm -hmm. off only getting paid like fifteen dollars, however much it was, yeah. then he went up to fifty, then he went up to a hundred. He was like, "But just stay doing the same thing." So mine is articles, and yours, you know, is with your clothing, with your brand, and with marketing. And so I think that goes to you know just being consistent. So shout out to you for you know being here for that long and making it successful because now you're partnering with sports teams you just say something about wish so um congratulations to you I how does it feel for you to be at this point and where do you want to be next because now you got a team like it's not just you like you say you shouted out two people already like how does yeah. it feel to be where you are and you know how you manage it <laughs> yeah yeah so i would say again just for context you know it's myself i have two other business partners uh shep and chris um, Alex, she's also been a part of the team, um, project managing for us for, ooh, probably the last five, four or five years, I, I think I may, I may even be shorting her or shorting her a year or two, you know, so we've had, um, you know, a pretty, the team has been here for a while. Like our, the newest person we have had coming on was Brandon Brown. He's our creative director for the company. And so, and a lot of that, yes, is in part of the projects that have come about um, and just wanting to make sure that, you know, we're putting out the best work possible. I mean, you know, we have done, I think very well with making consistent product that, that, that looks good, that feels good, that is communicating, um, you know, this underlining notion of the, how excellence is a process. And the truth of the matter is like, we just have to continue to keep doubling down and reinvesting into to the brand, you know? So as far as like how we're managing, you know, we're I think we're managing well, um, like I said, bringing Brandon on, you know, it's been a, a huge help. You know, we've executed the these last, I think three or four projects um, that have been pretty public at a really high level. So again, like you mentioned what we did with Trap Music Museum with Please Don't Crash Out, which, you know, shout out to, to, to Brittany and Doug and, you know, the rest of the team over there. Um, you know, that we, I mean, you were there, you saw how it went. It was great. It was amazing. <laughs> right. You saw how it went, you know, everything from being able to, to curate the, the art wall, the way that we did with the, the different messaging and, you know, coupling that with um, color therapy to the panel discussion, to the actual product itself. Right. And, you know, from my vantage point 
on all those areas, you know, we, you know, we pretty much, I felt very good that we, that we knocked them all out the park. And then, you know, even going, I think prior to that was the Stacey Abrams campaign, you know, and that's contributing to, to uh, merch designs to her team. Um, following up, you know, again, with uh, uh, our partnership with the Hawks, um, with, um, uh, with our, with our collaboration with them. And so, all these were like really, really public and um, public moments and very, you know, great storyteller moments for us as a brand to be able to show that, hey, we're not just, you know, making great clothes and cool designs. Like, look at the copy, you know, look at the language that we're using. Look at how we're shaping this narrative of fashion and design um, and design thinking in Atlanta. That's what that's what I'm excited the most about. Um, so yeah, I hope that I don't know if that answer. You're doing it well. You're doing it well. Like I'm really yeah. admiring from a distance. I got some questions outside of this when we get off, sure. like about just you know how we can do better in marketing. Yeah. Um, but what do you want people to know about about the brand though? Like um, I know it's about storytelling. So more specifically, how what is what is good storytelling, and how are you doing that through through your branding? Um. You know, the way that I've approached storytelling is trying to pull from just authentic and honest places, you know, my whole life. And I know, like, that's like the thing that everybody says, but they don't actually. <laughs> oh, we're, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, for me, I think that so like I take let me just kind of take it off myself for a second. Like, take a look at somebody like John Singleton. Right. When you look at the his catalog of work, he has used very, very specific frameworks as far as like the black community. Um, black progress, um, black struggle. That's always been the type of film that he's made, mainly because that was his, that was his life. Like that was his context. Um, and so, you know, for us, um, you know, we, we're trying our best to own like this context of, of, of academics as a reference point. Right. And so, you know, Excellence as a process is the underlying theme for our brand. So everything that we're doing, that we do, it's talking about this place that we're not just getting to, but who we're becoming in the process, right? But then even more than that, you know, like the collection that we have coming out right now uh, for spring summer, a place to learn. That's using a lot of um, references in in the academic space as far as where you go to learn an after school program you'll go to learn in a library what else would you need if you go into a library a library card right and so all of these we're, we're trying to we're trying our best to continue to use these academic themes to to draw this point of man like there's so much opportunity for us to learn and grow with each other right there's so many there's so much information out there for us to um process critique and then and then and then have an opinion about um and not just in 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 fashion right like this is hopefully like a a, a mantra that we're that we're putting forth and so yeah that's why i hope that that people walk away from the brand is that like we're just really pushing people to think and be thoughtful about um their lives and the decisions that they're making you are a great storyteller um your voice is perfect for it and then like your flow with it like <laughs> if you could read like some books to some people like you could sell some audios you know there's a lot of money in that and audio um man so yeah I'm, <laughs> I, I just started getting into audio books like recently I, i'm reading my or listening to my first one now i've actually 
I've never really, I've never listened to one, but I've been like, like hearing research on it just because like from a podcast perspective, like people are like listening more. And so like people are really like getting like awards and just a lot of money for just yeah. voices. And so that's, that's real interesting. I guess like with the AI, that's why they fighting for all of that stuff. But That makes sense. I mean, listen, man, it's funny you said that I've been to, I've been in a few conversations over the last, um, last couple of weeks just around AI and and what that means for voice and the what what's happening already happening like on the black market with scam calling and people just recording people's voices. I didn't like, even think of that. You know, straight up like years ago when I started seeing mad numbers popping up on my phone, I was like, oh I already know where this is going. And I yeah, you ain't getting my voice. If I don't even you the voicemail, shoot me a text if you're trying to reach me. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. That's messed up. Now, and you know, people already don't answer their phone. So people are really, really now not gonna answer. Yeah, nah, nah. Until we get like some real laws around that. Um, and I have no idea what they're gonna do about that, but yeah, yeah and even and even on that to like the marketing side, like I just got introduced to like I just met with this PR company and she was like, We're now looking at our insurance to see how do we back ourselves from AI. Um, you know, like what do we if we need to include that in our um in our policy now? Mm -hmm. Um, because she was like, Well, you're not supposed to use it basically for like your marketing thing. That's what literally I don't know, that's what she was saying or whatever. But she was like, just to make sure that she has like her back. So it was like now every no matter what you into like everybody should be looking into this ai and like how is it going to affect our business and oh. how we utilize it because like oh it's it's a whole different world i don't really fully understand it but you gotta like at least try to put your hands into it um man yeah. that's just yeah. a crazy topic man that's oh yeah that's a whole other podcast in and of itself <laughs> yeah um so going back going back to you um before we got on the call you brought up your nonprofit. um working for a nonprofit. Yeah. Um, without even mentioning your work or even if you want to, um, how much of community or how, how do you involve community in everything that you do or is it involved in what you do, yeah. whether it's personal or, you know, business wise? So, I mean, I, th I think that even when we're looking at honor roll, right. Um, we just wrapped up a six month cohort where we took, um, 11 or 12, uh, brand owners that were at different places with owning their, their companies and developing and putting out product. Um, and we took them through three months of a curriculum that we honor as honor roll developed, um, around marketing, sales, product development, uh, production, fabric sourcing, um, and then business finances and personal finances. Right. And that, yeah, I, all the students graduated. And then out of those students, out of those 10 students, um, five of them showed in a retail experience that we had called Group Project. And so we part in partnership with Be Social and the Whitaker Group, uh, we create, we both taught the students how to run their businesses and how to um, market it and how to create strategies and then how to go where actually, hey, these are some uh, manufacturers and some wholesale blank companies that you can get, you know, you can get your product from. And then, hey, let me actually, you know, again, sit down and help you guys elevate your designs. Oh, all right, now here's the place for you guys to go sell it at. And so, you know, that, that, and then you see what we did with the Trap Music Museum. So a lot of what we do as a brand is focused on, again, education um, and creating spaces for us to either one, pass off information that we've learned um, so that, again, the community that, that we exist in can not have to go through all the years that we had to go through to get the information that they have a different kind of starting place, um, you know, as well as 
you know, figuring out how do we have different retail partnerships or other, you know, um, public partnerships, again, like the Trap Music Museum, where it's like, hey, there's some intersections here in our brands. How can we, you know, again, do some great storytelling um, for the purpose and the value of our community, right? And wherever we can make those types of moments, you know, connect, we do as well. So, I mean, in short, you know, our brand doesn't exist without community, um, like in a very nuclear personal level with the people that consistently always show up to our pop-ups, you know, to these, you know, more, um, these, these new activations that we're doing in the community where we're engaging mental health, where we're um, really engaging education, you know, by doing career training and development, right? Um, and that's the more of the things that we're going to be, you know, keep doing as a brand. You know, so, yeah. You brought up a lot of, like, partnerships. So, like, even with the Trap Museum, uh, Be Social, I actually did an interview, like, right in front of um, them. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, how, especially early on when you first started off, like, how did you begin, you and the team, start making these relationships um, and building these, like, collaborations? Because it's really important, especially in business. But, like, how do, you, how do you do it early on, especially when you don't necessarily maybe have the biggest impact or mm -hmm. all the resources or the biggest name? I think you just, you do right with the people that are around you. You know, um, again, you know, we've been in business going on 14 years, excuse me. And what, what's been built in 14 years along with this brand is a reputation, right? And it's a reputation um, that we are people of our words, that we treat people with respect and that we're consistently not just putting out um, high quality work, but that um, we're constantly pushing the envelope as, every time we come come out with new product or we come out with new content, right? Um, so yes, in short, consistency. Um, and then also look to how you can be a service to other people, right? That's going to matter a lot. And and that's both when they can do something for you or, and when they can, because all again, our community is always going to be small, you know, and people remember like when you take a, genu a genuine interest in in a person that where there's no strings attached right and they also remember when you give them their word that you're going to do something that you follow through on that and so that's that would be my encouragement is you know keep your integrity at a high level and keep doing the good work um so you're in Atlanta and it's it's popping down there like black businesses are going great but how have you been able to and I know go back to relationships but can you walk me a little bit through like how you're able to kind of really make a name for yourself in a city where everyone's trying to make a name for themselves um yeah I mean I, I, same thing you have to be consistent you know I mean I, I would like to say that you know hey, go to this place and then meet this person and pay this money, but it just doesn't work that way. You know, and again, especially in a city where now is it's hyper-focused um, with people coming here because of the opportunities, you know, people have to realize that, yeah, the opportunities are here, but everyone isn't going to put in the same kind of work, right? Um, everyone isn't going to want to be as consistent. We've been doing the same thing again for the last 14 years, you know, so what ends up happening is that people take notice to that. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's no, there, there is no, there is no um, quick way to get around doing this outside of just doing the work, like focus on your craft, be, you know, be a bridge, right. Keep putting out good work and keep doing the just, and then also keep doing the work. 
like Jacko said, ain't no guidelines on how to make it off the sideline. So yeah, yeah, like it's just making it making a commitment that all right, this is just what we're doing. You know, I mean, my me and my partners, you know, we've gone through some very interesting times over the years and being business with each other. Right. But what has always been there is just the commitment that, hey, this is what we're doing with each other. Right. This is the commitment to the brand. This is a commitment to the people that have invested in us, be it, you know, actual dollars or people who have bought into the brand. Um, and it's dope, man. Like, we got to keep this thing. Quick. Really, I know. Uh, man. You wearing a hat, y'all. I mean, come on yeah. now. Y'all got yeah, to oh, Here we go. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have a team, and I love that you keep mentioning your team because we can't be nothing without the people um around us, right? Um, so when you first started this off, like how did you go about building your team and how did you know these people were right for you when it comes to this specific endeavor? Um, so me and Chef, we grew up with each other, you know, and we had been in business with each other as um as as young adults, you know, so there was already that relationship that was there. And if I was gonna, you know, try to at the time, I mean, again, I'm like, you know, 19, 20 years old. So I you you naturally start pulling from the the, the resources that are around you, right? Um, and so and it just so happened that you know I picked a good guy, um, you know, with Chris, you know, again back to what I was saying, cons the consistency and being out there and doing it. I meet him at a Wale concert when he dropped um, more about nothing, the more about nothing mix thing, and we um, I'm passing out stickers in the in the line, and one of his friends was like, oh, this is dope. You should meet my homeboy who does marketing. Um, and so he introduces me to Chris and another one of the homies. And here we are right now. So again, like I don't meet Chris if I'm not confident. Get out there. Yeah. And I did. And so that's another thing. Like I did like two years of, of R&D for the brand before I even released anything. You know what I mean? So there was also a, me just disciplining myself to the work, right? Not going out as much, not copping as many sneakers, not, you know, can't be going on all these dates and everything, like, because this is what is important to me. Um, and yeah, you know, locked in. No, that I start, I'm 26, so I started when I was uh, 20, so I definitely understand. I'm still learning. It's still a long way Keep to go. Going. Keep going, man. Oh. It's a journey. <laughs> but I, I love that you was like, you was out there handing out stickers, like, because people don't understand, like, you got to get outside of like the social media. You got to get outside of just being behind the emails. Like you got to get people's people. faces and they got to know who you are. Like you said, they got to know who you are as a person. You got to be on it. You got to let them all in your business, but they want to see who you are, what you about. And honestly, why are you doing it? Because a lot of people are in yeah. it for some wrong reasons. Yeah. I mean, and, and too, man, like, I mean, I think that that type of stuff just kind of plays itself out over time, mm -hmm. you know, um, I for me it's all like I, I don't know what everybody else is here for, but this is this is how I'm stepping, you know. And even too, like I, I would also say that what what also, you know, undergirded the the drive and the commitment was like I really felt like that this is what the Lord one of the things that the Lord wanted me to do. And that it was supposed to be a way for me to be able to connect with people, um, share the gospel, uh just do love it, be, be a love, be a loving hand to people because of the, again, the information that I had that, that we gained. Um, I always felt like that that was like a responsibility uh, with the creativity that he did, he did grace, grace me with. And so, you know, that I think in a lot of ways, putting me, it always had my, had me in a position to where it's like, yo, how can I help? You know, how can I, oh, I found out about this new manufacturer. Oh, you need it. Okay. Yeah, here you go. 
And I think people know too, like in our business, people tend to hoard those kind of things. But, you know, I truly believe that, I, and I feel like, you know, my team doesn't feel that, I believe they feel this as well. Like all this information should be shared freely, you know, because you still got to put the work in. You still got to have a That's good what Dang, you said that perfectly. I'm so sorry. Dang. Like, you said that perfectly because, yeah. like, you can't share resources with everyone, but if they don't ever put in the, the amount of work that it takes to really get it, it's just information. And, too, and, too, like, even outside of the work, like, there, it does become a part of, like, uh, who got better taste. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, like, this, there is a aspect of this to where people can cultivate their creative gifts um, and their creative presentations to where that the work that's put in is clearly shown in the output, right? And so there's that game that's being played as well. And so, you know, it's who, whoever wanted whoever want to play, you know. Um, and, but I'm not going to be the person that stands in the way of anybody getting an entry. Like, no, like we we existed, you know, for the benefit of people that are coming at any particular point saying, Hey, this is what I want to do. Well, yo, like, here's the information, you know, do with it as you will. Like, good luck. No, I love that. Cause that's why I do the podcast, why we push yeah. the positive news, because we need to see the stories. We need to know that positive stuff really does exist. So you can keep going. Um, I wanted to go back to the cohort that you say you just did. Was that your first time doing um, curriculum um, and a cohort? And would you consider yeah. like an accelerator? Like what, uh, what made y'all go into that? It, so it just started as a, a, so that we were partnering on the retail side with the Whitaker group or that, that at the time that was the plan, but as us being a new brand coming into the, to, to their ecosystem, they, they were having brands start to do like community events, right? This is kind of what came out of that essentially um, was us doing, it went from us kind of doing like a pop-up activation to say like, hey, what does it look like for us to actually have like a, a, a formal partnership? Um, you guys provide space and other resources. We provide the curriculum. Um, they collaborated with us on, on some of the teaching of the courses along with us. Um, and so like you got students were able to get this very, you know, well-rounded perspective on, of, of the business and what, and what it actually took, not just from our standpoint, but people who, you know, are in these other facets of the industry. And so, um, yeah, that was our first time doing something that extensive. And, you know, it just kind of, again, came out of doing business. Okay, can you do this? Well, what about this? All right, cool. Let's pivot in and, and, and do that. Um, you The Whitaker, um, can you explain? What was yeah. the Whitaker group? So the Whitaker group um, is a independent, uh, Black-owned independent uh, retail group. They own... Uh, I'm Amenier, which people know a lot from like the different Jordan collaborations and like they're so like they're like the high end retail space. Then they have a retail space called Social Status um, and then they have a retail space called APB. Within all those retail spaces, they also have community um, uh, outreach arms. Be Social is one of those community outreach arms. Okay. And like they're in, they're all up there here, the Carolinas, Texas, Florida, um, I think DC, you know, so like they're again, black owned, you know, and independent. And yeah. So for a number of reasons, like the, the, there, there are interests align in what it is that we're trying to accomplish. 
Um, to the Carpenter's Zone listeners, um, are there any new things or any key mentions that you want uh, to say about what's upcoming with Anaro? Yeah, yeah. So our spring summer collection will be coming out um, at the end of this month. Uh, so make sure you follow us on all social platforms at Honor Row Clothing. If you're going to be in the Atlanta area, I believe the product will be in Wish uh, probably by the 19th. So, you know, definitely pop in and, and, and shop with us. Um, yeah, man. That's that's what that's that's that that's the immediate what we have going on. I'll definitely be sure to circle back with you. You know, what I'm saying as you know, the rest of the year goes on. We got other pro projects that are unfolding. Cool. Before I let you, um, before I let you go, when people listen to this this podcast, right? What do you want them? What do you want them to get from you? Um, I want people to understand that yo, excellence really is a process. You know, and what matters, like accomplishing the goal that you know you're setting out to accomplish like that that's important but what really matters is like who you're becoming in the process right because that's going to be the thing that you're going to take from you know the project that you're trying to accomplish now to the next thing to you know all the other areas in your life and um you know not to discredit you know like the 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 process you know like the good Lord has good reasons on why sometimes like we we're struggling or what feels like struggling the way that we are. Um, you know, like we're the, 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 in the struggle, like there's so many different learning, learning, learning tools that we're going to be getting. And sometimes like, we don't even really understand like the value of it until like a little bit later on. So, you know, yeah. Like in, in, in engage and enjoy the process. Thank you for saying that because I'm definitely working on self-development as Carbon Stone keeps growing. I just got the phone call and meeting with somebody like, how do I become a better leader as we begin to, you know, trying to expand our team? So it's cool to, you know, just hear them words again. Um, so I appreciate you for making time for the Carbon Stone podcast. It's Blair with Honor Road Clothing. Make sure y'all support them. It's a really, really dope um a really dope brand it's not just about clothing as you know it's about like the community and just overall education aspects so make sure y'all support it and always remember in the end everything will be carved in stone in the end everything will be carved in stone